to the Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. Here we go. <laughs> da, 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 da. Did you start? Kinda. Yeah. I made sure I start on both. Okay. Well, welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode 96, far away from... 100! Episodes. Uh, today we're talking about part two of peeling back the onion-like layers of divorce recovery. And they are what? Settling down and getting your footing, but you said they are... Figuring out the fucks. Figuring out your fucks. Which ones you're going to give and which ones you're not. <laughs> I like that. I All mean, because right. you really have to, you really have to take note, like an actual, you know, note of this didn't work. This is why I'm getting divorced. You almost have to have a have a tally sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Because you oh, can't remember that shit. A game plan. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. Write shit down, people. Or yeah. Yeah. Like. Do you write shit down? Do I? No, oh. no. Did you write shit down? Oh yeah. Then? Well, I journaled. So a lot of my figuring out my fucks was. What the fuck is wrong with me and why couldn't I make it work and why am I not valued and why am I not more important or why wasn't I given respect when I thought I was giving respect, you know, so why wasn't it mutual or hmm. why wasn't I valued enough in the relationship to not have a bigger part in my relationship, if that makes any sense. So giving less fucks. Yeah. Well, figuring out if I really actually gave a fuck anymore because once you go through the shock you're like okay i either need to put on my big pants like we say in our intro um or am i gonna like quit uh, you know shiver like you know shrivel up and just hide from it well if you have children especially in a job and you know a life a, a life and things that you need to take care of bills business whatever um you got to figure out what fucks matter. Because not all of them matter. Not all of them matter. So let's say you take a tally of fucks. Mm-hmm. What what do you give a fuck about? What don't you give a fuck about? So you do give a fuck about, you know, making a living. Mm-hmm. Well, what was your first priority when you got divorced? Surviving. 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 That was the biggest fuck. But, like, I feel like mine was, okay, what's going to happen with the kids? How are the kids going to be affected? Before I thought about myself, it was, okay, this is now a new dynamic. What? How are the kids going to be affected? Once again, you can't take care of your kids. You don't take care of yourself. And I think that was my deal. Like, I made sure my son was fed. I made sure he was clothed. I made sure he had all the stuff for school. I made sure, like, you know, his lunch was made. Or What about you? And, again, I felt... I fell into last place when one of the reasons I left was I felt like I was in last place. So I was recycling the crap that didn't work until I figured out what fucks I needed. The fucks you shouldn't have gave a fuck about. Yeah. So it really was like, does how much does this matter? Well, if you don't eat and if you don't sleep and if you don't take care of yourself. You can't take care of your kids. Exactly. And then you have either a nervous breakdown or, you know, you're in the hospital. So then that defeats and, the purpose. And, and, and then the hot firemen come. <sighs> yes. So you hot. know, there was maybe one, but I was in like this weird state. I didn't notice people because the shit, the snot was coming out you, my you nose. You weren't able to check them out. No, I wasn't. But they did help me laugh a little bit through it. Um, yes, David. That's David. Seriously? Not me. Um, I silenced my phone, folks. 
He's the technology guy too, so <laughs> turn his shit off. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give a fuck. You called us. Yes. It's okay. Yes. We're gonna live through it. We'll be fine. But um, someone reached out enough to call you on the phone, so there's a good fuck to give. It, it was probably how to how to last four hours in bed or something. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> Which I really don't give a fuck about. People about your time at Camp Lejeune and the yeah, water. Yeah, that or the car warranty or, or car warranty. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about car warranty. I drive an old van, baby, old lady van. Chicks dig it. I saw one of those yesterday. There was a sticker on the on the left side. And it says, "I used to be cool," and then on the right side, it says, "Shit happens," and it's a picture of the minivan. <laughs> That's my life. I'm living that life. Hey, speak it into existence. I no. Yes. I shall never have a minivan. Yes. Shall never. You haven't lived had a minivan, baby. Dude, no. I'm not a minivan. I'm not a minivan. Once you had a man with a minivan, you never go back. (laughs) Well, good thing I've never had a man with a minivan. So (laughs) we're good on both ends. Hey, hey. Just ask Valerie. <laughs> Valerie, I'm sorry. You know how he always apologizes to Lance? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's your turn. That's not fair. <laughs> it is fair. I don't All give a fuck fair. about a fan, okay? But <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the car I drive. Yes. I just want to get the A to B. I want to heal. I want to heal. Be healed, please. I mean, you obviously haven't been to the car dealership in a long time. What's that? What's that car dealership? You remember I said dating is is like car dealerships? Is that the place where you get married? (laughs) I mean, you make a commitment when you purchase the car. So so that's the place where you get married, right? The car dealership. (laughs) I mean... I mean, they already have the balloons out, so yes. be, the so you might as well get married at the car dealership. Pick your favorite, like go to like. <laughs> you want to? I want to get married at Lexus. <laughs> <laughs> How Lamborg- did we get into these? Lamborghini. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm be married at Ford. I'm gonna keep it simple. <laughs> Built Ford. Built tough. Built Ford tough, baby. Actually, since I have a Honda van, it's gonna be Honda. I like Hondas. Yeah. Okay. Duh. All right. My anaconda don't want none. <laughs> Your Honda don't want none. Don't want if you got buns, hun. All right, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. I thought I was the it's, squirrel it's, here. It's our it's our proverbial. Uh, we can't even speak off the off the rails. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Speaking of off the rails, I think I got my first joke for our comedy thing. Oh yeah. Uh, explain to everybody what's going on. Oh, so we are celebrating our hundredth episode we are turning 100 episodes and we are having a comedy night on november 10th thursday a thursday at seven o'clock at seven gates tap room and if you can't make it we're going to record it we are going to put on youtube but we might charge you no i'm just kidding no we might have to edit it big time (laughs) especially when rachel tells her joke actually it's pretty oh no wait (laughs) i forgot about the punchline yeah Anyway, so, so yeah. Lisa Lane is our host. She's uh, episode eight of How to Build a Sex Room. And then there's two other comic two other com- comedians. One other comic, two other two. comics, two other comics. And Lisa has convinced Rachel and I to tell 
what, five minutes of jokes? Two minutes know. of jokes? My 30 joke seconds is 40 of seconds. 40 seconds, that's if all I'm I doing. If I don't pass out, yeah. then we're good. I'm pretty good. Like, if you're there, I think I'll be fine. But I may have I to, I know like... CPR. <laughs> when in doubt... 80 to 100. <laughs> Tell a dad joke. <laughs> um, no, so we're super excited. We have, you know, some little prizes and some, you know... Just fun stuff. Alcohol. And lots of alcohol. We'll have some signature drinks and come out um, and celebrate with us. We are so excited and, you know, we love our audience. And if you're in Colorado at that time, you can get tickets. Um, Colorado Springs. But if you're we'll not, have, look for us on YouTube. Yeah. And there's a link. We'll have the link in our podcast. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. Where were we? Oh, giving fucks. fucks. <laughs> giving, giving fucks. Giving fucks. So, we went from episode 100 to giving no fucks. <laughs> we squirrel a lot. But, but there's a difference between giving no fucks uh, as in trying to selling down and getting your footing and giving no fucks for forgiveness. That's yeah. totally different. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. There's, okay. Well, I think once the shock is over, I think healing starts, right? Because the shock's over. Okay, today I didn't cry all day, I only cried for three hours. And then tomorrow, mm-hmm. I hope, you know, the next day, I Baby only steps. cried for one hour. So you're healing. So now your next, your next thing is, where do I go from this? When, what, what about when the crying stops and the life smacks you in the face and it's, you know, where am I going to live? Or is he going to, where is he going to move? Or where are the kids going to stay in the school? Or do you have to switch jobs because you can't afford to live somewhere by your, live here by yourself? Or, mm-hmm. you know, what's, what's your new path looking like? And, you know, a lot of the things that led you out of your marriage now can change because you're at rock bottom, basically, right? Because, it's so fucking shitty, so emotional, so lonely. So you just have to pick yourself up or not because mm-hmm. sometimes you can't because it's just so debilitating. So you have to figure out what matters in the in the phase of it that you are. So first it's, I need to make sure I'm eating every day. Wow. David keeps hitting the board and yep. <laughs> changing my voice. Make sure I'm eating, you know, at least one or two meals a day. Make sure that I'm, you know, sleeping enough hours. Making sure that, you know, I'm getting my shit done. Make sure I know what bills I need to pay. All this stuff that you're getting in line um, are the fucks you should give. The other one almost to that even though you're rock bottom and you have all this pain, sometimes you need to lean into that pain in order to get a footing to go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I definitely think a, a very beginning, you know, a friend says, no matter what, like, because journaling was big. Like, journaling became very important to me. It was almost mm-hmm. like it was part of my job. So this morning when I wake up, how did I feel? Was I, you know... Swollen because my eyes, you know, my eyes swollen because I cried all night. Okay, well, this is what happened last night. This is why I feel like this. And this is what, what can I do next? You know, I'm going to take a little self-care time right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to either take a bath or what, get some tea, whatever that is. Wash your ass. Wash your booty. Yes, wash your booty. Get some cucumbers for your eyes, for the swelling, you know. But I'm also making little bits of progress because I'm realizing that I'm the most valuable thing in self-care right so i think with journaling though it allows you to see where you've been Mm -hmm. so you can go back in time back in pages to check it out and say hey look at that day i cried five hours and today i I cried an hour yeah so you see that 
that that slow motion recovery start. Yeah, and then you can also see what what parts, you know, need a little work. Like I said, I was drinking a lot. And, you know, so today I'm not going to go get wine. I'm not going to go get any alcohol. I'm going to keep myself busy. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to do this. And in doing that, I saw my faults. I saw the things that kept pulling me back into that Mm -hmm. toxic, you know, the arguing, the fighting, the this, I'm going to do that, you know, and then, you know, keep getting hit with financial stuff. I'm like, okay, well, I have all these bills, but I make this much money and he has nothing he says to give me or to help. And I still have to live or have gas to get to work and all sorts of stuff. So I think you put in a game, that game plan is your fucks to give because, it's getting you through each day because each day is so hard. You're just like, oh, my God, is this is really is this my life is I hope it's easier tomorrow. I hope it's easier the next day. And then it does get that way because you I feel like when I was going through it, too, I was not letting anything bug me that wasn't related to my son, my job or, you know, whatever I needed, like eating. OK, so those are the things. And anything outside, I'm like, you know, I really can't do that today. I really can't help with that today i'm gonna try to go but if i don't make it please don't be upset at me because Mm -hmm. i don't make it or you know not scheduling plans way out because i don't know how i didn't know how i was going to feel you know if i had a a court appearance on a tuesday and wednesday i didn't have my kid and everybody was going out i may not be emotionally ready Ready on wednesday to go out and so i think i started prioritizing the fucks that i so how what would you tell our listeners how important journaling can be sometimes Well, I think if you do, like, I mean, with anything, Pinterest, Google, you know, whatever, there are guided journaling for specific for divorce. There are guided for, you know, you know, a loss or, you know. Or just write some shit down on the page. And I think I talked about this in one of the podcasts, too, where I started with my kids, my daughter, especially because she's, you know, I guess she's a senior at college. She's trying to apply for jobs. She's got a crazy relationship. She's got friends and she's trying to please everybody. And I was like, in each situation, write down three positives and three negatives on separate papers. Read them both. Take the negatives and throw them out. Just discard them. You've seen them. You know them. You've read them. They're in your head. Now go back to the positives and see how you can change the negatives that you know that are in your head into a positive. So then your next step is, okay, so, you know, the boyfriend yelled at me because I did this. Well, no, I'm not going to allow him to talk to me. Positively, I'm not going to allow someone else, another human to talk to me like that. (laughs) And I'm going to communicate with him. So that turned that negative of that reaction of someone else that you can't control into something you now can control. Saying, I'm going to have a conversation with another adult who happens to be in a relationship with me. And tell them my feelings. If they can't process that, that's now their problem and not mine. And I've gotten rid of that negative. And I think journaling helped me cross out a lot of the negatives that were more (laughs) surface than actually, you know, important. So, you know, once and they say once you scratch the surface, you get past all the stuff that's really good. And I got rid of all the surface bullshit. And it does leave scars because, you know, but you have to get past what their true issues were. And a lot of times it is communication. A lot of times it's, you know, shady, like communication. I don't want to upset you. So I didn't tell you, but then 
you know, this happens. That was with like financial mm-hmm. stuff. And then, you know, there's other shady stuff. And so when you lose a little bit of trust and, you know, you know, f- at a time it builds up. And then when you're smacked in the face, you're like, you know, this wasn't really my problem, but I didn't communicate either. I didn't go, you know, that seems weird. I just thought, oh, he'll take care of it. You know, that's what happens or, you know, something like that. So I think some of my negatives were one of my big negatives was when the kids would go to her place Mm -hmm. every other week and they leave on Sunday afternoons. That was a negative. But I got past that. Uh, Another negative was actually talking to her. Oh, because all you see is fire. Yeah. You see like fireballs shooting out your eyes. Yeah. They can't see him. Yeah, and but I can feel him. It's it's hot, man. Yeah. My lips on fire and mm-hmm. my eyes on fire. Yeah, well, take me a while to get past that too. Well, and I think you know now that you have to communicate with someone who will be in your life, regardless, because you have kids, right, for the rest of your lives, um, in some but not as much. No, in some aspect, and that's when you set boundaries. Like uh, this is a boundary that I have to give a fuck about because I cannot keep going back into the toxic pool. I'm losing limbs. So I'm going to go in with all of me and be like, okay, this is uncomfortable for me. I don't really want to have a face-to-face. I'm going to try email. I'm going to try a text. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't get it because there's no emotion in it, then you may have to have the conversation. But you've already said But sometimes you don't want emotion in it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you don't need emotion in it sometimes. Well, and, you know, when you're being threatened that your kid's going to be taken from you because you have nothing and you, you know, live in someone else's house and you can't afford your car to get to work to make money, it's all like, I did that. That's my fault. And I think mine was guilt. And then I was like, you know what? No, you don't get to guilt me because I made a decision that you couldn't make. You don't get to guilt me because I'm putting my foot down finally and... I'm not saying it's your fault, but it's your fault. And so now when I get, when, when we're both heated, there's no resolve. So it just gets more heated. And then I've told you before to fighting because of my growing up, Mm -hmm. like actually physically hurts. I feel like someone's actually hitting me. So like yelling and I just am like, I feel like that five-year-old kid just like shivering up, you know, you know, I, I do think that one of the things that prevents selling down and getting your footing or, or not giving a fuck yeah. is blame. Yeah. You know, if you caused it, if you did it, if you pulled the trigger, if you had the trigger pulled on you, yeah. the quicker you let go of that blame, mm-hmm. the quicker you can move on. And, and you know, that's, a, I mean, I'm two and a half years out and I still get from my kids when they're upset yeah. at me, they throw that in my face. That doesn't matter though. That's fine. It stings less. Yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah! But it still that. affects you. I'm like, yeah. I sometimes I feel like your children don't realize you're a human mm-hmm. until you're not in that marriage anymore. Because like right now it's mom and dad, but I'm also Rachel over here. Yep. I'm also still mom now, but I'm also Rachel and mom, and you know, a nurse, and I do a podcast and this. Before I was just Jerry's wife. Yep. And, you know, that's what I felt. And maybe that's not how people perceived me, but I always felt like they were like, oh, where, where's, you know, you know, so now the kids, I go, you know, I have feelings. I have emotion. Just because I've yelled at you before and put you to your room doesn't mean I don't have feelings or punished you or, you know, yep. they, they have to realize that you are also, you know, can be affected by this. And, yep. Not every day is I'm, I'm glad it's less. Yeah. That's a, that's a good thing. Because yeah. before, you, you probably were like crazy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. When they would say that to me, I go, well, 
Because no maybe, one else could. Maybe I shouldn't oh. have left. You know, then you, oh, no, I did that too. I, I, you know, then you question yourself. Well, yeah. and I, you know, we had been fighting for a while and, you know, just kept it to- between us, you know, him and I, and not really saying anything to friends and just playing the roles of husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And some of our, our, our meanest fights were over the stupidest shit. But it all stemmed from really important stuff yep. that we hadn't dealt with, you know, and I don't think I think because the kids didn't really see us fighting that they didn't think that we like had that human trait of, you know, I get upset. I get mad. I get sad. I get depressed. I get this. Like, you know, I also go through this. I just don't want you to see my weakness because mm-hmm. I need to be strong for my kids, but it's okay to be weak. Cause then the kids know like, Hey, this is affecting her. This, you know, cause I've always like, <clears throat> sorry, trying to be strong for everybody else. And, you know, my weakest moments were, you know, my 11 year old saw me have a nervous breakdown. Like he knew that how bad this was affecting me. So, and I think, you know, the other things that affect that too is anger, blame, oh, you yeah. know, the, the not knowings. Ec- acceptance. Yeah. Not acceptance. Yeah. Once you accept that, yeah. hey, this is this is the new reality. He and she, he and I or she and I are not together anymore. Yeah. That's a that's a tough one to and, accept. Well, and then, you know, like but part one with the shock, I think you have that roller coasters of, oh, it's a shock again, or it's this. Yeah. Or the first time you tell someone that you're getting divorced. The first time you have to go in front of the judge. Like Oh God, yes. I'm a failure. Or, or even talk to the lawyers. Hell. Don't take my children yeah. from me, please. Yeah. I'm so desperate. Like, can this desperate woman take care of a child? Like, you know, so everything you say is calculated and the fucks you have to give is getting your ducks in a row. Yep. You know, getting, you know. Getting your fucks with ducks. <laughs> Just don't fuck a duck. Yeah, don't fuck a duck. David, we know getting how you are with these. With yeah. du- getting your fucks with ducks. <laughs> Fucking ducks. <laughs> Duck fucking. <laughs> fucking ducks. Fucking ducks. No, so I you you really have to you you have to get a plan. You have to have yeah. some type of plan. And whether it's write it down or use your iPad write or your computer down. or whatever. Write it but, down. Um prog you know, progress in your writing shows you progress in your healing. And so when you see your healing a little bit, I think that's empowering too. You're like, oh wow, look at that. I was able to Say you know I'm getting not I'm getting divorced without crying I'm I'm you know mm-hmm. I have a, a a court date on this day without crying or you know I've been divorced for this long without going oh shit you know so there's just a lot of things that when you're settling when you're figuring out the fucks you need to give um you you are stronger than you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that took me a long time to realize. Everybody's like, oh, you're so resilient. You've been through so much in your life and blah, blah, blah. I never felt strong. I just had to do it. Like, yeah. it never was you like. You have a choice. Yeah. So resiliency came from, I didn't know there was another option to not survive, yeah. you know. So, um, and I think that's all about, you know, and that's all we're trying to do is just survive and get to, you know, see our loved ones and, you know, have a happy life. Because we always say happiness is worth the effort. No, and definitely. The beginning of divorce is so tiresome and so exhausting. Training. And you really your, have to put effort yeah. into being happy. So what was your major, you know, the fuck that you had to give? I mean your business. Your oh, children, yeah. you know. Yep, I had to 
um, you know, besides the kids, you know, survive with the kids, I had to make sure the business survived because it was supporting everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things at stake, especially the further you are in your life or your career. Yeah. And if, if you're, you're an old, old guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're just in college and you got married and now you're you know, graduating college and get divorced. More power to you. <laughs> so young. I'm so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> That's a that's a, that's a shitty mean, thing to happen, but I am jealous. Sixty's the new forty. Yeah. So forty's the new twenty. Yeah. <laughs> and twenty's the new zero. <laughs> twenty, you're a fetus. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I I think you and everybody's different. So you know what my fucks were and what someone else's, you know, what their priorities were or what their, you know, with no kids, it's you and you and the other person against each other and spit the dog down the middle, you know, like what, <laughs> who gets the dog, you know, or a cat, whatever. But, you know, I, you can never split a pussy down the middle. Aren't they? Anyway. <laughs> well, well, they are, duh. <laughs> David. Wow. Wow, he's getting senile. I'm waiting you a new co-host soon. <laughs> I'm I don't glad know what you're saying. I'll be doing auditions. Yes. Wow. For this replacement. Foot in mouth. <laughs> I was like, Damn. I almost said, like, what kind of pussies are you looking at? I'm like, wait, what the hell? Anyway. I thought it was a what's, trick what's, statement. What's... <laughs> For our listeners out there, let's let's rehash some important points. Yeah. Important points are um, figure out the fucks that are worth figuring out. Yeah. Well, and all the rest, let them go. Know that there's a lot of things that are going to get in your way. That yep. you know, like we said, blame. You know, you have to learn to accept whatever the cause or whatever. Get past it. Whatever caused you to not be married anymore. It doesn't really matter nope. 10 years down the road, you nope. know, five years down the road, you know, whatever. It's it's happened. You're now on a new adventure. Figure out, do you need your backpack? Do you need a water bottle? Do you need this? What do you need on this new adventure? You know, so make sure that you put yourself first because you can't take care of anybody else before. Not that person. Yeah. Sure. And that person, yes, you love them. And yes, they were a big part of your life. But you wish them well. Move on, do your own shit, figure it out. My words of encouragement or advice or just just words. You can fall in love. You can fall out of love. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And, you know, whatever, hap- whatever happened, happened. And, you know, like I keep saying, like, I cannot believe that happiness can be the way it is now because I never knew that. Yep. I wasn't happy. I mean, I was happy. This is, this is your second was, act. It was good until except, it wasn't. Except your second act of your life. Yeah. That's and, what it is. And I think, too, now that I know who I am and I know what I need and I know who I am and I know where where I thrive and my importance in in my world, whether it's work, friends, family, you know, whatever. When I Now that I know that no matter what happens, I'll be mm-hmm. okay. And I can support my family and all that through shit that they've been through because I've probably been through it. I mean, I've been through a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. But my resiliency also says you need to take care of you in order to know how you react to anything. Definitely. You know, because most things are reactive and we just hope that you can heal and figure out what your new flow is. Do your thing. Yeah. Figure out the fucks. Everybody. Episode 695, Figuring Out the Fucks. 
Okay, auditions are next week Just on Wednesday. <laughs> figuring out the fucks. We'll hold open auditions. Open at mics. The, the comedy. <laughs> yeah. Just, just make sure it's it's vertical, not horizontal. <laughs> so, sometimes she lies down. Um, <laughs> like the split in your vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! What a what a concept. Ford. <laughs> Ford Tough Baby. I mean. Yes. <laughs> okay. I take you. This is why I drive Ford, a Toyota. Ford, Ford Tough. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, ladies, biggest point. You ain't had a man until you had a man who drives a van. <laughs> <laughs> not the free candy van. <laughs> no, no. No, not the free candy van. Free hugs. Yeah. But the soccer van. Chicks dig it. <laughs> With that sliding door. Yeah, the sliding door. The big hatch in the back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, she's snorting, so we're going to leave. Thanks, everybody, uh, for listening. And have a good day. And, and journal. 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 Write some stuff write down. Write something. Yeah. Maybe write, write a something. song. Maybe yep. write a poem. Write a joke. Write a joke. <laughs> and then write a joke and send it to us, please. At my... At my yes. Emails. Oh, yeah. I will use them. No copyrights allowed. Yeah. Sorry. Send us some jokes because we have no jokes for it. For, no, I have two jokes. You do. Yes. Maybe I'll tell you. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.